Hey everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk and you're listening to the podcast Answer Man. Well, hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft and this, my friend, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're brand new to this world of podcasting or if you've been podcasting since 2005, there's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. Well, I launched this brand new version, the all new podcast Answer Man, back in August 2021. I'm incredibly thankful for the fact that I have already released, what, eight episodes into the feed before this episode, but it has been several months since I have released an episode for you, and I didn't want you to think that I've completely forgotten about the all-new Podcast Answer Man podcast. My original thought behind this was, I, for those that don't know, I have a podcast that is my main show today. It's called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. There are 690-some-odd episodes right now of that. And the first 400-and-some-odd, almost 500 episodes of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show were originally the podcast Answer Man. But I transitioned. I made a big shift in my life from being known as a podcast consultant to a professional business coach and mentor. You can learn all about what I'm up to today over at cliffravenscraft.com or mindsetanswerman.com. But my original idea was that I'd go into the old archives and I would pull out some of that content that's evergreen. You know, the stuff that's not about the latest news, the the podcasting lawsuit. Do you guys remember that? And all the other tools that were cutting edge at the time, but are now no longer available because they went bankrupt or whatever. They they didn't have a great business model. My idea was that I would bring content that was more about the way to think about creating content, the way to build relationships. You know, the evergreen stuff that I had shared in those first few hundred episodes to pull out the stuff that still is exactly as valuable today as it was the day I recorded it back in 2006, 2007, and all the way up through, I think, 2015 is when I made the transition. However, even though I have lots of margin in my life and and there's tons of that content to do, I've just prioritized other things. If you didn't know this, I have 48 podcast shows, over 4,700 podcast episodes. You can see a list of all of my shows over at cliffravenscraft.com. Just click on podcasts up in the menu and you'll see a list of all of my podcasts. This show, the Podcast Answer Man, just has not been a priority and it's still not a priority today. However, whenever the inspiration flows, you'll get a new episode and Just recently, I was doing a LinkedIn live audio session, my very first ever LinkedIn live audio session. This, by the way, could be an area where I'm not going to tell you all about LinkedIn live audio and how I got started with social audio and Clubhouse because even Clubhouse here in November 2022 is almost a thing of the past. Who knows, by the time you're listening to this eight years from now, LinkedIn live audio. They used to do live audio. What what was that? So the focus here isn't on the LinkedIn live audio, although it was a live broadcast via audio only 
streaming to and participating with my connections and network on LinkedIn. And I hosted this Ask Me Anything session and a great friend of mine named Brad Miller came in. Now, Brad's been a part of my community for so many years. He started out with Podcast Answer Man. Then he came to one of my building an online business next level workshops here in the Next Level Studio. And he joined me for this session. And he's like, you know what? I've been I've I've been going at this podcast thing for several years now, and it's still not getting the traction that I desire. And also I'm thinking about having an approach where I go out and become a guest on other people's shows, and I want to know if you can give me some advice on how I can improve uh, the ability for me to attract an audience by being such a great guest on their show. What, what tips would you give me for being a guest that will attract an audience to me and the book that I'm writing and the content that I've created? Do you have any thoughts for me? And with that set up, I'm now just going to let you hear the entire conversation that Brad and I had as it unfolded. Brad, how are you, sir? I am here. Uh, good to um, connect up with you again, my friend. It has been way too long. How can I be cool. of service to you today? Nice to uh, see this format here on the LinkedIn. I've been looking at it myself and had experienced it, so I'm glad that you jumped in here and I'm I think I'm doing some things with it myself. So good, good, good. Hey, uh, what I'm about here today is retired from full-time uh, ministry a few months ago, lean, freed up some time to do writing of my book and things I've been working on for some time. And I've been in a podcast uh, been working on for about five years now, put up to episode 223 this morning, but still hasn't really gained any traction. So I think about what to do about that. So I want to really lean into that. So I have kind of a two-part question. I really uh, want to lean into my podcast to get it ramped up. My book should be ready sometime first quarter of next year. I can see them being coordinated with that. But I really want to use uh, guesting on other people's podcasts as a part of my strategy to ramp this thing up or possibly scrap it and start a new one. And... um, I just like your thoughts on how can I, you know, I've interviewed many, many people. I know some people are very memorable and how they present themselves and even on their bios and so on. And I want to be one of those people. I want to be one of those people who's memorable, who makes the right contacts and who has a great interview uh, with, uh, with the people and uh, use that to ramp up the impact of my podcast, my book and other things that come with that speaking and so on. Excellent. And so what's your question for me? Question is, how can I be a great guest? How can I find the right people to be guest podcast with? And how can I be a great guest? Well, first of all, the question I have for you is who's the audience you're trying to reach? It's uh, mainly uh, folks in the personal development space. The book I have is basically on how to overcome adversity and achieve success. And so that's basically who I'm uh, after and who I've been talking to in my interviews and my research. All right. And give me an idea of somebody, what type of person, what type of adversity are you going to help people overcome? Well, I have uh, in my book and everything, I have it divided into five D's, five areas, but I can even narrow that down further. Uh, Depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death are the five D's I have. But it seems like more people, and I interview people of all those areas, uh, deal with a lot of people with uh, depression and things like that. And, you know, during the COVID time, people 
dealing with health-related things. Of course, many of those things uh, cross over as well. So depression, but, uh, disease, death, divorce, and what's the other one? And debt. Debt. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So choose one. What, which, which one's the most passionate topic for you? Depression. All right. Depression. There you go. Specifically, give me like when you think about, man, if I could make a difference in this person's life, give me one avatar, some person who has experienced depression, give just one person comes to mind, the most impact, the most influence with this type of person. This is who I want to reach. Tell me who that person is. Uh, that person is that person who feels uh, stuck in life transitions. Uh, in my personal transition recently was going through going into uh, retirement, but other people going through life transitions, parenting and things like that, but people in transitions. Do you, okay, so this is the problem that you're running into. This is why after five years, you have 223 episodes and you, I'm using your words, have little traction. Right. I'm giving you the opportunity to get really laser focused on who you serve. And so far, we, we went from five D's and, and then I was like, okay, well, let's go with depression. And now we're looking for a very specific person. And yet you're giving me life transition. And it could be the transition for retirement. It could be the transition for career. It could be the transition for parents. It could be the transition for, okay, but you're getting, so I need you to get super laser focused. So let me give you an example. Okay. So I can just cut straight to the, the destination here. If I were you and I wanted to have an incredible experience in blowing up my audience, you have to understand you're going to have to choose which your target audience is, who your avatar is. But here's something that is just an idea. I want to work with people who were in the military. I want to serve veterans who have PTSD, who suffer from severe depression after coming back from active wartime experience. Now, I've interviewed about four or five of those folks like that on my podcast. Exactly. But it's five of those people with 200 and some odd other episodes where it got lost in the mix. Right. Okay. What I want to do is I want to create content that is all about everything and, and dealing with all of the aspects of these veterans who come back from an active war zone, who have depression and PTSD Every podcast episode is going to be about that. I'm going to create a, 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 a downloadable thing that's going to help people figure out how to get work, how to get help, how to get healing. I'm going to take their top 10 biggest struggles, and I'm going to have different mini courses on each of those independent struggles, and I am going to help veterans who suffered from depression from severe PTSD after being in a war conflict zone. That is going to help you become an incredibly powerful communicator, incredibly blow up your audience, and help you get into more podcasts where people are going to be like, oh my gosh, where can I sign up for your mailing list? Where can I sign up for your free email giveaway? And how can I find a podcast where you are going to communicate to me every single week about the life that I'm currently living and experiencing with the exact dreams and hopes of healing that I currently have? I'm looking for a place like that. By the way, it could have been, I could have chosen any other avatar. I want to help people who are burned out pastors who had 
been convinced in their early to mid-teens or late 20s that a life of ministry was what God was calling them to. But in fact, what they were sold into was a life of poverty. And today they're depressed because they have poured every ounce of their time, effort, and energy into a community of 40 to 60 people who have now ousted them, fired them, and their entire life is miserable and they are depressed. By the way, do you think there's anybody that meets that category? <laughs> you you already know me on that one, my friend. That's all I know. Okay. But yeah, well, that's what I, that's, 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 I'll be honest with you on that one. That's who I talk to a lot of, and uh, but, but I'm kind of burnt out myself on rehashing all that kind of but, stuff. And that's why, that's why I said you have to choose one of these that you would light you up the most, the ones where you would love to serve them, to create the content. If you are burned out talking about and rehashing that stuff, then don't choose that audience because nobody wants to tune into a podcaster and, and communicator who is burned out on talking about the topics. This is why Cliff Ravenscraft, and I know you know this, shut down Podcast Answer Man after 10 years. I shut it down because I was burned out. I was, every time I got an email that says, hey, Cliff, I bought your $150 tutorial. I took all of your advice and bought all of the equipment you recommended except for this one device. I have this different device. Can you tell me what different cable I need? I was getting that question a hundred times a month. Yeah. Well, I just, and I, I just, you know, get, have gotten uh, burnt out on kind of the, 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 the griping and the so on. And, and that happens. And just, and I do one, one so, of the I do three podcasts. One of the ones I do is a church related podcast with another pastor. And that's what we end up talking about a lot. So, yep. that, uh, so I, I just don't want to, Lean into what, that. I'm but then what I would encourage you to do is choose a different D other than depression. Mm-hmm. Go with disease. Go with death. Go with divorce. All of those other Ds, there's a, a lot of positive ways to to experience disease. There's a lot of positive ways to experience death. There's a lot of positive ways to experience divorce. And there's a lot of positive ways to experience debt. I don't know of many positive ways to experience depression, but all of the other D's, I, I can tell you right now, it's like, wow, let me, ex- let's, you and I work together and find out how this terminal illness is going to open up the opportunity for you to live a the remainder of your life with the greatest fulfillment that would have never been afforded you had you not been diagnosed with this. That's what I found enjoyable about the guests I've been talking to. I'm looking for a process that gets them through whatever adversity they're in. That's that's the key, though. So you're getting these people through whatever adversity they're going through. But people do not want to just be surrounded with a lot of stories about a lot of people with a lot of different despair and different issues. What they want is they want to hear people who are speaking their language, who are reading their minds about what what thoughts and feelings and emotions they're experiencing. They want people like them inspiring stories that is targeted to their niche. This is why you came to one of my next level workshop for building an online business here. And yeah, I was at one of August the, 17, yeah. Yeah. So in August 17, when you came, one of the things that I remember talking about is finding Facebook groups. This is a great marketing tactic where your target audience is. And do you remember when I pulled up, and I, I don't know if I pulled it up for your for your session, but I sometimes will go in and find people who have a Cessna 172. If I was to go into Facebook 
and look for a group, a Facebook group for me to join and, and be with fellow aircraft enthusiasts, chances are I'm going to be able to go and find a Facebook group with hundreds and maybe a few thousand private aviators or personal pilots or solo pilots. I might be able to find a few Facebook groups, but you want to know something? It, let's just say that Cessna 172. I guarantee you I should be able to find a Facebook group with 43,000 members in it devoted mm. to that specific plane. Okay. All right. And that's the group I want to be a part of. I don't want to be in a group with other people who are flying their gliders. I don't want to be in a group where these people are commercial airlines pilots and military pilots. I, I want to be in a group of private aviation who fly the same plane that I do. This is what I want. I, if, I, if I want to tune in to somebody who's going to tell me an inspiring story that's going to help me overcome the issues that I'm facing as a divorcee, I want to hear stories and I want everything related to divorce during this season of my life and rebuilding and, and, and coming from that. I'm not wanting to go find another podcast with a bunch of people who are depressed and, and who are dealing with life-threatening disease or money issues. I, I have none of those. I'm just divorced and I've got lots of issues and I want to find people like me that I can talk to who have made it to the other side. So just be specific for a second. My any of my podcast and my book I'm working on is Beyond Adversity. So you're saying that maybe I should really get hits in those five Ds. So do you think you're saying I should maybe even think about maybe changing the focus to like uh, beyond debt or beyond disease or something like that? Yes. Zero in on that and maybe even change. So, so what I'm thinking about doing, you know, is just really changing the format and the focus of my podcast uh, after the first year to really zero in on something here to change to change it up. And knowing enough about you, I think you know enough about what I've got going on. So I have the Cliff Ravenscraft show. That's my show that is pretty much about anything, everything. It's pretty broad. Just like your show is pretty broad. Just like your book is pretty broad. I'm not saying don't have broad-facing products and, and, and free content out there. By all means, put your book out exactly as it is. And by all means, keep your podcast exactly how you have it. But recognize those shows in and of themselves be having such a broad range of topics are never going to get the same kind of interest as a very targeted niche specific. So that's why I have a podcast called Cliff's Notes on Profitable Coaching. That show is going to definitely get more traction than the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I have a show called Podcast. Are you saying Cliff then to possibly keep my present podcast, but add another one that would be even more focused? Yes. Something like that. Okay. That is exactly what I'm saying. So I have, if you go to cliffravenscraft.com slash podcast, singular, it'll actually show you a list of all the podcasts that I have. And I have tons of targeted podcasts about targeted niches. And those shows are shows that get shared all of the time. People say, oh One my gosh. I've actually thought about is doing short-term podcasts on each of those topics for like, you know, a season like 12 sessions on depression, 12 sessions on divorce. But you're saying do that a whole new RSS feed and the whole bit, right? Yes, do it as a brand new RSS feed, its own artwork, its own branding. And here's the thing, you don't have to uh, continue this on. All you, you you could create a podcast and it never has more than 12 episodes. Yeah. Where every single one of the 12 episodes promotes your book and the free email opt-in giveaway that gets them onto your mailing list. 
and okay. it cross promotes your main podcast. But what really got them there, there are people who would have never heard my name had it not been for the fact that I have a podcast called Podcast Answer Man. And so they come for Podcast oh, Answer Man. In a re, to reflect with you a second, it's kind of reverse engineering my strategy that I lined out some time ago, which is sort of like the chicken fruit soup for the soul sort of a thing. I was going to do this broad-based uh, uh, beyond the adversity, and then uh, the subheading of my book is 40-day way, 40 steps and to do this kind of deal. But to have uh, afterwards do these, like another book on 40-day way to overcome depression, 40-day way through divorce, this type of thing was my big idea moving forward. But you're kind of saying do it uh, the other way around. You do the specific thing first and then uh, then go to the broader, broader thing. Is that what I'm hearing you say? I'm saying you can keep the broader thing. And just do the satellite things that that attract people. It's the satellite niche stuff that's going to pique people's interest. Because right now, people don't know who Brad Miller is, and they have little interest in hearing Brad Miller talk broadly about the five Ds. But, right. but some of them would be very interested in hearing anyone talk about their depression. Some of them will he- would love any hearing anyone talk about their disease. Some of them would love to hear any of them talking about their dealing with death recently or divorce or debt independently. But they're not interested in all the things. Now, some of those people who are interested only right now in hearing about how to get out of debt, if they actually fi- – it's the debt topic that got them interested, they – listen to your 12 episodes, by the end of the 12 episodes, some of those who would have never found your main podcast, but they did find your debt podcast, they listened to all 12 episodes, not all, but a percentage of those people will become fans. They came there for the debt information, but they stay for the Brad, or they move on to your book or your email list or your main podcast for you. Because almost nobody has just a you know a siloed situation. If you're in debt, you often have other issues as well. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. Yep. Okay. All right. Was this helpful, uh, Brad? Helpful. I just kind of need a little coaching on that since I've been bumping around here for several years now. And uh, I would encourage you to continue to do the book, continue to do the po- the main podcast, but create a couple satellite podcasts. And when you are guesting on somebody's podcast, choose one topic one target audience, and only focus on serving that particular niche. All right, my man. Well, there you go. That was my conversation with Brad Miller. And I want to just, at the end of this episode here, let you know that I had no idea what questions were coming to me during this live audio broadcast that I was doing on LinkedIn. And as a result of that, I was hearing Brad's question for the very first time, filling out what is exactly what we're going after here. And as I was editing this and listening back, a couple of things that I want to suggest here and and make sure that I'm clear. I'm not suggesting that Brad completely stop the focus of his main show that he's got 223 episodes that is about overcoming adversity as a broad spectrum topic. It's clear that he has a heart for that message. He's got a book that has the five D's that he talked about. It's clear that his heart is to help all of those people no matter what adversity they're facing. And once people discover who Brad is and how he can help, those people will be interested in his more broad approach to things. The focus of my advice, though, was choose one 
target avatar. And I know that I made that clear. I know that the conversation steered into go launch a bunch of other satellite shows, which I talked about this. And if you go back, there was a podcast episode in this feed, the all new podcast answer man episode number four. It's titled multiple podcast strategy. In fact, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm using Podcast Answer Man, this all new version, to attract people who are only interested in podcasting related stuff. And as a result of that, you may have never heard my name before, but now here you are, subscribe to the Podcast Answer Man. And hopefully by this far in, what is this, the ninth episode in the all new version of the Podcast Answer Man? Maybe by nine episodes now, you're like, hmm, I like this Cliff Ravenscraft guy. Maybe I'm going to go to the show notes of this episode in my app and click on the links to all the other stuff that he has available. You might want to do that. (laughs) Same thing is true for Cliff's notes on profitable coaching, which is all about my thoughts and stuff on the Prosperous Coach Method for Creating Clients, which is an incredibly, profoundly awesome book for coaches. You can find that over at notesoncoaching.com. Maybe you're thinking about hiring a virtual assistant for the first time in your life and you want to know the ins and outs of how do you find a good virtual assistant, What you know? how do you choose what to delegate, what software tools do you use. Well, you might be interested in my podcast called Virtual Assistant Podcast over at virtualassistantpodcast.com. By the way, 38 episodes of that show, produced that back in 2012, not a single episode since then, and it still gets hundreds of new subscribers every single day. By the end of 38 episodes, guess what? Some of those people who never heard the name Cliff Ravenscraft before now are interested in hearing more about the other things that I'm doing in this world. One other thing that stands out to me is that what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Should I go out and start the niche podcast first and then go to the broad I think that's a great approach personally. It's how I started out. I started out with all of the niche stuff and then began to create the more broad-based mindset stuff and family stuff and business stuff and faith stuff afterwards. But I started with the niche. I grew those audiences. And when people had come to know, like, and trust me, and they're like, hey, Cliff, tell me, can you, I'd love to hear more about your experiences and more of the things that you can share with me and on these various different other passions that you have. And that's how all of this came about. That doesn't mean that it's the right way to do it. But I will tell you, if nobody knows who you are, you don't have an incredibly loyal, passionate audience, true fan community and you launch a broad podcast that covers a wide range of topics and a wide range of problem points and a number, like a a vast number of potential target audiences, you might end up with 223 podcast episodes five years later and feel like you're still not getting any traction with it. So that's why that came up in conversation. But I just wanted to wrap up here at the end of this episode and remind myself and you that his question was, Cliff, can you give me some advice on how I can be a better guest on other podcasts? If you are going to be a guest on someone's podcast, you need to know who you're talking to. I assume that if you're going to be a guest on somebody's podcast, you want to make such an impression that the person listening 
is going to hear your voice, resonate with your message, and at the end, when given the opportunity, you will be able to provide a call to action. That message, that call to action at the end of your guest interview spot on their podcast, it's not going to resonate. It's not going to mean anything unless during the entire episode, every word that you were speaking is resonating with them. From the time the host of the show said, hey, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So here's the story. I used to be a full-time employee, and today I'm full-time self-employed. And the transition was not an easy one. You see, I used to work as an insurance agent for a family-run insurance agency owned by my mom and dad, and it was started by my grandfather in 1937. And I was working in the family business as an insurance agent, as an employee for 12 years. And prior to that, it was all employee, manager of a store, customer service at this call center, and employee, employee, an entire lifetime as an employee. But then all of a sudden, I had this dream, this desire of turning my passion and my hobby for podcasting into a full-time career. But I felt guilty and ashamed about this dream of leaving a lucrative, guaranteed job security position in a family-run agency where I'm next in line to take over the family business to pursue a dream for a hobby, to make a living doing something I love more than anything else. How irresponsible. There are all of these reasons. And so do you see how I, by, who's my target audience? (laughs) If you haven't picked up on it, my target audience by telling that story would be this. It's somebody who has a desire to become full-time self-employed but is stuck in a soul-sucking day job. Somebody who has built a little bit of an audience, they started a little side project, a little passion project, it's got some momentum, there seems to be a real indicator that they can consistently bring in some revenue, right now it's only two or $3,000 a month, but if they could get this thing up to $10,000 a month consistently, they could leave the day job and do what they feel most called to do in this world. That's my target audience for that story. All right, or, Let's just say I become a guest on somebody's podcast and they say, hey, Cliff, tell us a little bit about yourself. So a little bit about my backstory is that I have been overweight since the time I was a kid. I was in Catholic school from first grade through seventh grade. It's a long story. I wasn't actually Catholic, but I was the only non-Catholic in an all-Catholic school. And I also was the only kid who was overweight. Kids used to joke about me and say, Cliff, you got the Dunlap disease. And I'm like, what the heck? And they're like, yeah, it looks like your belly's done lapped over your belt. Uh, And and so I'll never forget just how much of a psychological impact emotionally that had on my life. And that carried in all throughout my early adult life. It impacted the work that I did. It impacted my confidence. It certainly kept me from experiencing some of the opportunities in my mind for advancement in my career as an employee back in the days when I used to be an employee before I was full-time self-employed. I remember thinking, you know, nobody's going to want to hire me because I just don't look the part. I feel 
I, I just feel like this is a barrier. And then eventually I did finally make some great success and strides in my life professionally, became an uh, insurance agent working for my family's insurance agency, did that for 12 years, became a top-ranked insurance agent. But during all that time, I sat behind a desk somewhere between 10 to 14 hours a day. And I just continued to increase my weight. And every time the number on the scale went up, I felt my heart sinking lower and lower. Eventually, I discovered the world of audio podcasting and 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 because it was not video, I was able to use my voice and I got behind the microphone and all of a sudden, all of my inhibition went away. My confidence went through the roof and I started podcasting as a hobby. And I grew an audience in the tens of thousands and eventually hundreds of thousands of people. And I'm having all of this impact. And you know what? Not one time did I ever feel self-confident about how much I weighed. Eventually, one thing led to another. I just found a way to leave my what had become my soul-sucking career as an insurance agent. And instead, I became full-time self-employed as the podcast answer man. But here's the thing. I worked around the clock. I didn't know anything about how to run a business. I struggled with my mindset about how much money I should charge people. And as a result of this, I worked around the clock, nonstop, stressed, overly anxious, worried, riddled with fear that I'm I'm not gonna be able to make uh, enough money to put food on the table. And by the end of my first year in business, although it was profitable year one, I almost died. In fact, I celebrated with a 24-hour podcast marathon, and at the end of the 24th hour, I had my wife drive me to the hospital because of excruciating pain. I had multiple gallstones, one stuck in my cystic duct, and as a result of that two weeks in the hospital, there was one point where I almost died. So that's my background of being overweight, being obese, and that was a majority of my life. But after I got out of the hospital in 2009, this. Now, who's my target audience? I'm now talking to people who are clearly on a health and fitness journey, who are struggling with finding consistent, ongoing success in their health and fitness journey. The thing is, is I have to choose one story. I can actually tell 15 different stories from my life to 15 different target audiences, but I have to choose one, and I specifically have to choose a story that is directly targeted to one particular target audience, even if I'm a guest on a podcast that has a broad spectrum of listeners that meet a lot of different categories. I need to reach and talk to just one of those targets so that everything I say from the beginning of my guest spot on that episode until the call to action and the call to action even has to be specifically high value directly targeted to that specific individual. That's how you get to be a great guest and get great results by being a guest on somebody's podcast. And that's evergreen, my friends. And that's why I brought it here to the Podcast Answer Man, episode number nine. Hey, if you are not aware of this, this is not my main podcast. My main podcast is over at thecliffravenscraftshow.com. 
in of course it's titled the cliff ravenscraft show that is my main public podcast but i want to let you know about a couple of other things that if you're not aware of them you might want to tune in so if you are getting a ton of value out of the contents of this podcast it's nothing in comparison to what i do behind the scenes what i do behind the curtains the best content that I've ever produced is the raw, authentic, transparent, nothing held back content where I share what's going on in my own pursuit personally and professionally through this journey of life and entrepreneurship. I have been audio journaling and documenting the books that I'm reading, the courses that I'm studying, the marketing plans that I am developing, the results that I'm getting from the plans that have been implemented, the unexpected, undesirable, and inconvenient circumstances and situations that have arisen in my professional journey and my personal journey and how I'm facing them. To give you an example of what I'm talking about here, back in the day when I had the podcast Answer Man as my main podcast, Michael Hyatt had this to say. Well, I've told you before, this is why I listen to your podcast. It's not because I need more technical information on podcasting. I just listen to you because I like the way that you think about life, how you approach the problems you're trying to solve, and just your voice. So you could be talking about anything. And I'd be interested. As a result of that feedback, not just from Michael Hyatt, but from a number of other individuals, I realized I wanted to get more personal, a little bit more transparent about some of the things that most of my entrepreneurial friends like. For example, I'm in a mastermind group and have been meeting every single week with Pat Flynn, Michael Stelzner, Ray Edwards, Leslie Samuel, Mark Mason. Every week since 2010, I get together with these guys and the stuff that we face, the issues and the obstacles and the hurdles that confront us in our personal lives and our professional journeys, it is crazy the number of things that we've been able to overcome, the things that we've been able to pivot and and go in different directions. And yet, most people on this planet will never know those things existed outside of the six of us in our weekly mastermind group. And I think that that personally is a tragedy. It's like there's so much to be gained to understand and to learn if people just knew that you had this experience. And so I have always been wanting to share that kind of stuff for my own personal journey. Not anybody else's. I'm not going to tell you what's going on with, with those guys or any of my clients unless they give permission. But I love sharing my own personal journey, my own things that I'm learning through life, the obstacles, the hurdles that have been overcome, and what I'm experiencing, all the good, and even sometimes most importantly, the the not so good things that are happening, because it's through those things that we learn. It's actually the more challenging stuff that we learn the most from. And I used to put this in my podcast called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. But you know what? A lot of people didn't like all of the personal stuff. They're like, Cliff, I really love it when you share a valuable piece of educational content. And I'm not so interested in hearing all of your personal stuff of what's going on behind the scenes. I just had enough of that kind of feedback over time. And I realized that 
the Cliff Ravenscraft show is a great place for somebody to, for the very first time, learn who I am and what I have to offer to the world and how I teach, how I communicate. And some of this behind the scenes stuff isn't a great first impression. So, back in November 2017, I started a podcast called the Train with Cliff Audio Journal Podcast, where I could share all of the behind the scenes stuff. Now, if you are interested in hearing a behind-the-scenes look into what it's been like for me to go from an insurance agent into building an online business as a podcast consultant where I trained more than 40,000 people around the world how to launch a podcast, generated several millions of dollars in revenue doing all of that, and then after 10 years getting bored of that kind of work and saying, you know what, I feel like it's time for me to make another major pivot in life. I want to go from being known as the podcast answer man to the mindset answer man. I want to shut down every stream of income that ties people's idea of Cliff Ravenscraft to podcast answer man for a while. I want to have everyone think of Cliff Ravenscraft as the mindset answer man. And then I did that. I shut it all down. And right after I did it, I began to document every single week, at least once a week, sometimes multiple episodes in a week, what I was learning, what I was experiencing, what I was planning, all of it in great detail over at trainwithcliff.com. Look at the page, see if it's interesting to you, and uh, that's one thing that I wanted to let you know about. Now, another thing that I want to share with you is my free The Dream Conference. If you are someone who is looking to make a leap from employee to business owner, if you have lived your life as an employee and you want to go full-time self-employed, one thing that I have learned for myself and one thing that I've worked with with thousands of other people making the transition from the day job into full-time self-employment, I happen to know that strategy and technique, it's only 20% of the game. 80% is mindset. And I still run into issues where I have a limiting belief that's keeping me from pressing forward and moving beyond a fear about something new that I want to accomplish. If you have ever found yourself taking one step forward and three steps back in your business, if you've ever found yourself getting really excited about a project, starting that project, investing countless number of hours into that project, and then you finally get stalled. You never really release it. Or if you do release it, you never really do what it's necessary to market it. You never really give it what it takes to make it a success? Do you find yourself shrinking back from charging more money? If you're already successfully booking yourself solid and you are just barely making ends meet or not making ends meet financially at all, then what you've got going on is some mindset stuff. And this is exactly why I created the free The Dream Conference years ago. And I'm excited to announce that now you can get the free The Dream online course. This is all the teaching on mindset about how to, number one, become aware of the limiting beliefs you have, why it's essential that you do in the first place, but then how to become aware of them, how to break up with limiting beliefs, replace them with empowering beliefs, 
how to control your emotional state, learn how to place your focus in the right direction and keep it there, all about the importance of our language and the meaning that we associate to our experiences of life. It helps us understand what our dreams are, even if you think, I don't even know what my dream is. I don't even know what I want. No matter where you are on the spectrum, this course will help you dream bigger dreams. There's an exercise called 50 Things I Want. It will change your life forever. After you do this exercise, it's gonna ask you to then pick out of the 50 your top 10 dreams. And then out of those top 10 dreams, you're gonna come up with your top three goals. And you're gonna choose your number one goal and then go through a workshop inside of this course and it's gonna ask you 34 questions. And if you watched the first five videos in this course and answer the 34 questions that are in the PDF workbook that you're gonna print out, if you answer these 34 questions in the sixth session of this course, for the one goal that you want to achieve, or, and you could do this for any goal you in any area of your life, you will succeed in carrying out your desired outcome. You will finally set your dream free. This has worked for thousands of people and it can work for you. You could immerse yourself in the study of what you want and I promise you, it is not strategy. It is not the mailing lists that's gonna help you. It's not gonna be the prosperous coach method and all these other things. Those are 20% of the issue but 80% is our mindset, and I want to help you free your dream. If you're interested, check it out, freethedreamcourse.com. And finally, of course, I'm available for one-on-one coaching. If you would like to be coached by me, or if you wanna be in a powerful mastermind group with other people who are on the journey of full-time self-employment, head over to mindsetanswerman.com and click the work with me tab in the navigation menu and either apply for my one-on-one coaching or apply for the Next Level Mastermind, I would love to have the opportunity to help you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. Look forward to talking to you soon. Mindset Answer Man.